Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wake up in the morning feeling like... Waterman is extremely well. She's very slippery. You don't own me. Okay, now the tough question. Is this a try? Yes or no? Just because I'm a woman. Hi, I'm Nolly Waterman. And I'm Laura Jane Jones. And this is the Tryhards Podcast. <coughs> Tryhards are on tour again to South London this week for our latest guest on the pod. And um, what did you sing when we arrived, Laura Jane Jones? I, I sang the theme tune to Only Fools and Horses because, <laughs> I'll be honest, in terms of salubrious surroundings... I'm quite surprised the person that we've got on the pod this week... Um, isn't in a detached place in Wimbledon. I know, to be honest, that's what I thought as well. We've got a big dog from the current England Saracen squad. Having said that, she's probably in the um, proper try-hard ranks because she is the queen of bin juice. I think one of the, my most favourite um, Instagram story posts of the whole Six Nations, men's, women's, follow a few players, also including you in that, because you get some crackers out there in terms of nauseness, um, was the presentation of her um, stash for the uh, final game of the Six Nations, um, England v Scotland. And on that note, I would like to introduce our first female player. First female player? Current, yeah. First I current. Mean, you were a female player. Well, yeah, but I'm not anymore, am I? Let's be honest. Um, big dog. Brian E. Cleo. Welcome to the pod. Thank you, ladies. So what did you get presented with the last game of the Six Nations? Um, I got presented with my very own H2O bib. <laughs> did they do it as part of the actual shirt press? Yeah. Did they? Yeah, they, at the end. They That's all, amazing. We had all the shirts out and then they got me back up and handed out. I had to shake everyone's hand, get on the line and get my um, yellow bib. Absolute quality, but it's framed at home on my wall. That's no way. Incredible. <laughs> no way. Oh, I, believe that. <laughs> I fell hard for that one. <laughs> so, into, but I, it was the comment that you put with it. It was the fact that you said you were going to have a solid 80 minutes in that bib. I even took photographs and sent them to you um, of your performance. You but you in terms How of... How did it go for you, though? Before we move on to yeah. anything else, did you feel like you'd, you'd given everything that day? And obviously, Grand Slam Decider, it, it's a big one. Did you feel that you made the best representation of yourself in the bib? Did you not see the ratings after the game? So no. Lucy Lomax, she gives a rating and she gave a rating out for most of the games. And in the final game, she included me and she gave me a solid 10 out of 10. Oh, wow, that's quality. Big. That's got to come from the Insta story. But mate, we're, we're giving you a massive disservice. You um, have now received your first cap for England. I do have my first cap. Um, and was it something that you ever thought would happen? Because I think we're going to talk about your... We're going to talk about your kind of history as a rugby player shortly yep. 
but you've overcome some pretty big hurdles to get there including probably wrestling with your sister she's a pretty big woman um but did you ever think that <laughs> Mate, you they're would... identical <laughs> oh what are they oh, we had sorry. a conversation the other day Bryony, about the fact that um you weren't identical to poppy i thought you were just very alike because i was saying i can tell the difference between the two of you you didn't think we were identical? No. I, Until we showed I actually, every single in photograph fact, I didn't ask, of the two of I didn't you ask, I didn't ask, are they identical? I said, are they twins then? Oh, God we so. came from the same egg. Really? So yeah, splitters. In, this, is why you, you, this is why she's a bit bigger than me, because she used to eat my food in the womb. <laughs> twin to twin diffusion, they call that. So we talked about so, twins last week, didn't we, about um, having thin heads. I've ran into Bryony and Did I've you know also that? seen her on a rugby thin field. Head. So if you are skull. part of a multiple birth, you will forever have a thinner cranium because the way that your skull calcifies in the womb will never calcify to the thickness of a, a reg- regular human. That's rubbish. Rubbish. Petter check the goalkeeper. That's why he wears a scrum cap. Pointless. Because he's a triplet. No, he wears a scrum cap because he broke his skull. And why did he break his skull? Because he's a triplet. Because he's, got, he's got an Easter egg skull. <laughs> so what anyway, I want to know let's is move you, on. You, you've, had, um, you've had some injury struggles of late. We know that. So yeah. being an identical twin, does your sister feel the pain when you get hurt? <laughs> you know what? I've read about this. No. So I can, I can tell when she's hurt. Like properly hurt. Because you look or, at her and you're on the same team. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just like not actually hurt. Like having a rest, putting a contact lens in. Kind of them, them kind of rest breaks. But... I can tell when she's hurt, but I don't feel the pain. However, every injury I've had, so she, she's done and I've done like, so Same. she's broke her right leg, I broke my right leg. She broke her really? fourth metal, I broke mine. I did this, she did that. Like, we've like followed the same injury and like the same period, of, same periods of time. It's weird. Wow. And you've followed similar rugby careers. I'm going to go back to your, the fact that you got your first cap this Six Nations. And I know we've been, brutal in terms of introducing you as h2o girl but because I, I know you got um h2o award of the six nations from the girls but how was it getting that first cap because you also did something that everyone wants to do on their first cap what did you do get out of breath <laughs> <laughs> i think that's guaranteed mate that's in the warm-up <laughs> um meat yeah. pie yeah i got a little meat pie got over the whitewash I kind of got shoved from behind, so I can't really take much of the glory. Claim everyone, cap, one try. Absolutely well, everything. You've got a hundred percent record. As a I do. I got one out of one, and it was a twenty meter break. It was twenty meter break. Sidestepped the fullback, handed off the winger, and swan dived. Amazing, mate. But how was it standing next to your sister? I know I've spoken to Poppy about it, and and she's spoken in the press about the fact that she was stood next to you in the anthem. But how was it for you to to be out there in that white shirt? Yeah, it was incredible. Um, over in Ireland, I know that over in Ireland. I wish it, I wish it was in England, but alas, you can't be pick and choosy about <laughs> these things. <laughs> you can't go. Sorry, I can't do this one. But no, it was it was incredible, and I know that I, I, when we were coming out of the changing room, we made sure we were sat together. And then I actually forgot to give her a hug before she went out. Then she was like, "Oi!" <laughs> did hey, you do the wrestle before you walked hey, out? Get out, get back here. <laughs> and you did a John Terry in the final. We saw oh, you I in the strip John again. Terry. I did. I did a John Terry. I'm never going to do that again, though. So Sarah's yet to hold yourself back, stayed in the stands for the uh, Tyrrells. Given quite clear instructions, do not do a John Terry. Did you? (laughs) No. I saw your dad was down pitch side though, wasn't he? he? And I saw him calling you down and 
I so saw I you did come on very light fingered getting your sister's bag of crisps for player of the final. I did. Well, girl needs to share them. She's got <laughs> two of them, big bag of crisps, and I'm going to put her out here because she's actually got one of them framed above her bed. Has she really? She, a bag of crisps. That is try hard behaviour. That is. Such I kept mine. Mine. Mine's behind the telly. Yeah, but it's not framed. No, it's not above your bed. No. Not even her shirts up it's there. It's because I, li- I actually sleep in a cot. I'm quite small <laughs> compared to your sister. <laughs> um, she's okay, the drawer. Right, let, we're talking about her. So yeah, let's true. let's let's start from the fact that you two grew up just together. being absolute together, but absolute rugby uh, nauses. Am I right? But were you nause in any other sports, or ju- was it just rugby for you both? No, all sports. Okay, who was better at what sports? Oh, really good question. Come on, be honest. We're not going to tell her. She probably won't listen to this. I was better at football okay. and basketball. Strong. She was better at dance. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a weekend. I can't imagine no either of you dancing. And gymnastics. <laughs> Once, though, I was playing basketball and I went to do a layup past her and she just grabbed my hair and pulled backwards. <laughs> did, you, did she floor Nasty. you? Absolutely floored me. Do did you I- have that kind of playing sport together... Do you have that sixth sense of what the other person's thinking? Because yeah. why are you obsessed with how no, twins behave? Quite, because <laughs> they are they are one that's split into two. They yeah, have the exact same genome pattern. Hundred percent sixth sense. You didn't like, even think they were sisters, mate. So <laughs> I know where she is. People used to go, "How do you know where each other is?" And we used to go sixth sense. Really? Yeah, but that's a lie because you you guys fib quite a bit. I'm going back to the sports. What else were you good at? Who was good at um, rounders? Who was better? Hey. I was bowler, she was backstop. Ooh. Oh, because Ooh. of that yes, twin to sense. twin. Yeah, I like it. But and why did you she bowl? Said, she used to wear shin pads because I used to throw it so hard. <laughs> Were you just trying to smash her in the face? <laughs> <laughs> she used to wear a gum shield, a scrum hat, and shin pads. And when you um, when you went to Twickenham and uh, went and played, you tweeted a picture or put on Instagram a picture of you both wearing scrum caps, probably because you had thin skulls, um, from uh, <laughs> from when you were kids. Did you play alongside the boys? Like, what t- what age did you both start? Who encouraged who? Was You've it got your an brother? older brother, so yeah. is, it, is it come from there? Yeah, so when we were six, we, we started playing rugby with my, with my brother. So we all went down to the after-school club at my like primary school and started playing. He gave up. Did you terrorise him? Yeah, within a week. Like, <laughs> oh. I swear, within a week, he was like, this is not, it's not okay for my sisters that are three years younger than me to be better than me at rugby so he surely quit um and this was other with other boys or was it a girls team no so it was, it was like an i can't imagine that just, just their brother played in a girls team that would have been weird <laughs> you never know this so is the uh 2000s <laughs> one, well 1990s there's one other girl and then the rest were boys and then when we moved up down to Bo- like bournemouth way we joined um like a, like a boys team I say mixed yeah a mixed team so what club were you at because I've actually visited you have Eleanor Ringwood let's give them a shout out what yeah. a great club walked in first thing I see oh it's the Cleels <laughs> club oh really but um, it was brilliant like everyone was so welcome the Andes there the met Andes. the Andes yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah there's like a shrine to the Cleels I met the, the young twins Ellie and Bella <laughs> must have been Ellie and Bella um, I just think that's brilliant what a story and actually you know what if they go on to play for England then that would be a story that would be brilliant what an in, what an inspiration you will be um, that's good so, in my autobiography so fast forward you and your sister have, didn't you try and did you once chop a finger off? Or I did not chop a finger off. It was, I think, my I the think end I, of a finger. No, our granddad had put together one of them cardboard 
wooden shops and he hadn't done it very well so she was serving me i don't know <laughs> a slice of broccoli or something and a it, panini a panini <laughs> when she was like nine and it just fell and chopped sliced her finger off that's why she got such good hands <laughs> but at least it was you can tell which one's which you know it's one older hours hours up. Yeah. <laughs> stubby that's poppy <laughs> they, they used to say when we were younger the only way you could tell us apart was she used, to, she used to have a really round fat face and i used to have a little skinny long face but now it's changed. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the worst time of my life. How much, when you were younger, did you pretend to be each other? Is that something that you've done growing up quite a lot? This thing with me and Poppy, we always think, like, that. yeah, that these would be a really good idea. Yeah, let's do this, let's do that. But we'd never, sometimes we just never quite follow through with the ideas. Like, Really? We're, yeah, we're, <laughs> at, we're actually a bit... How different are you personality-wise? Do you think people would find, say, like, mum and dad, would they find it quite easy to, if you tried to pretend to be each other... Would they work it out? Very it's not quickly. like sister sister where they're like that. Tia and Tamira. <laughs> no, Classic. but like voice wise, we're like the same. But personality wise, I think we're completely different. I think when we were younger, we were more similar. But now, since I've grown up and she's yet to do that, we're, we <laughs> oh, are. Oh, we are. <laughs> you went to Exeter Uni. Did she go? You did your masters there. Yeah, so I went Loughborough Uni and then I went down to Exeter. Did, she oh, go did to, you go to Loughborough? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Did she do the same? No, she went um, off to UE. Um, to do sports therapy but then wasn't for her wasn't for her in terms of uni um i've actually heard a couple of stories about you i play with kate older um at wasps yeah um she is a big fan of of um brianie khalil i'm not so i'm not quite sure but is there anything that you would like to say about your time at uni i mean in particular at exeter quite a group down there did you do you enjoy the rugby I feel like you know something that I don't. <laughs> We've just heard some surprising things about your time at Exeter. Oh, gosh. That you weren't the um, the background marvel that you are today. That, in fact, you, you found your home a in fullback. a different place. Did you play at the fullback? No, did I? <laughs> at 12. At 12. Yeah. We've yeah. heard this. We've do you know the classic you, crash ball? Hey, do you want to... I was obviously checking out my stats the other day. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, I check quite a lot of people's stats out, actually. <laughs> Mainly your own. Mainly my own. But I've played in the Prem 10, 12, 6, 7, 8, 1, and 3. Oh, wow. That Thank is you. Pretty 10 and 12. I Shut know. the front door. Where did you play at 10? Oh, so I played for Bristol, the DMP at 10. That was a hell of a game. Did the ball get to the back? What, touch DMP the ball? still didn't win. <laughs> 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 and for Sarri's V. Oh, I can't remember. I was looking at the game and a sat a game for Saris. Unbelievable, hey? Um, so even I've played you a ten feel like in the uh, Premiership <laughs> nine as well. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you been bullied into the back row? Do you feel more comfortable elsewhere? Do you think that you are perhaps a centre trapped in back rows clothing? Uh, or Andy Good of uh, the That's yeah, true. back line? As I, when I was younger, did you wear a nice pair of mittens and a scrum hat? Oh and no! Did you? Where did you want to play as a kid? Did you uh, want to be a back, or did you want? Did you want to be a forward, or did you just want to be a rugby player? Yeah, just a rugby player. Just it, when we were younger, I think because there's two of us played the same in the same team, and like we were we were handy little players back then when you're seven and eight, and I just think they wanted. <laughs> Unfortunately, to, didn't carry through. Yeah, <laughs> I think they just wanted to put one of us in the forwards and one of us in the backs, and they yeah. just kind of split and because you had up. the slim face, they went, "She's the quicker <laughs> one." Abs- absolutely, <laughs> old chubby chops can go yeah. in the forwards. <laughs> well, I don't, like, stick her in the front row. Now. <laughs> like, you know when someone's oh, like play eight. head is the same sh- like and body are just like, like a thumb. snowman, like a snowman. <laughs> <laughs> I just slash thumb. It's changed completely. Obviously, her body shape's changed completely. Now. She's doing well, to be fair. She's doing very well. 
Um, I think she's going to win Slimmer of the World, actually. <laughs> she's got a pair of those jeans that she stands in. <laughs> she's but, got a cardboard cutout of herself that she hides behind. <laughs> but, um, so they just put one of us in the back and one of us in the forwards and then we obviously just stuck through it. When, it, when you know, when you go to your county trials the first time ever when you're 12. And you know what? This is the first Cleo fact I, I had no idea about. She's never let on that you were the back and yeah. she was the forward. And then you write your position down, centre, and then, well, yeah, centre, and then she'd put forward and they when we got older and you had a five man scrum second row and then wow back row and then i've always stayed at 12 and then took got my injury and then when i came back um tried to play 12 and then i think someone had to sit me down and say look you ain't quite <laughs> you got no pace mate yeah you got no pace <laughs> all the skills uh, yeah slight difference in athletics yeah so although saying that i'm gonna i'm gonna say that i was speaking to somebody that had to play opposite you and this player at, at a 12, is a twelve. This player is an international rugby player in sevens and fifteens, and said that when she was at university, she'd carve up at twelve, love it, and then would basically argue with the other girl um, that was in her position, who was going to wear the twelve shirt when they played Exeter Uni, because there was no chance they were coming up against the Bryony Cleal. Now, can you guess who that might be? Silence is gold on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. This is great to. listening. Um, I'm only going Millie Wood Millie Wood Millie and Wood. Lauren Chenoweth would argue would about they? who got the 12 yeah and um, it wasn't to wear it for sure <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go Millie Wood yeah but I just thought oh, yeah. Millie Wood so you've touched on thank God for that because they're both good as well weren't they <laughs> ready to pop the question the jewellers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. <laughs> You've touched on the change of position came after injury. You have got some pretty complicated knees. You've had a couple of incidents and injuries with them. So what is... T- so Nolly basically went, she's got no ACLs. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think it's like physiologically... Nah, I, it was Kim Oliver, wasn't it? She'd had no ACL and she... Yeah, she carried on. She playing. carried no, on. Maybe talk about a little bit about your injuries because I think that this is what people listen to the podcast. We can have fun and we're giggling. We're, we're you know, being silly about you and your sister. But actually, when I first met Poppy was when you'd done the club switch and you were at Bristol and then went to Sarri's and then um, she was at Bristol and I was with her her there. And I spoke about you and I said, I said, you know, like, tell me about your sister. And she said, I don't know whether she'll play again. I don't know whether she wants it. Like she's coming back from some pretty serious and she, you know, and I'd, I could massively relate to that because for me, I've had loads of injuries, but yours has been around your knees and I know you've obviously got a leg break now, but like, Tell us a little bit about that because to go through what you have, to come back, to be premiership champions, to be cap for England is no small feat. Like that's a huge achievement. So what what have you gone through and then kind of, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. It, it kind of happened when I was 17 and I think probably had gone to Nepal to, I don't know, walk up some mountain and... <laughs> Everest. Everest, yeah. And... Um, it was a really big game and my dad was like saying, you need to play this game. So I was like, yeah, I'll play the game. And then it was just five days before the under 20s trials. So I think God weren't looking over me. And um, 
I just got it got caught in the ground and I just I heard it go pop and I was like, oh God, something's gone pop. But I still turned up to the under twenties trials and they were like, well, can you can you walk to the pitch? And I was like, well, not really. They're like, well, you go home then. Like it's pointless you being here. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. So then I went home, and then from that there, it kind of was a five year journey to being back playing, and an even longer journey to being back playing well. But I did. My How many ace- surgeries did you have? I had four. So I on the same knee? Yeah, on the same knee. So I had two ACLs and two knee like keyhole. So they took um, sorted out my meniscus because I don't know. I'd do it and then do some meniscus and then do my ACL and then do some meniscus. So it was a it was a long old road, but it was a combination of a few things why it took so long. And it was just as I went to uni, so it's really difficult because I went to up to Loughborough and then had to kind of sack off the rugby because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to play and joined the football up there and then I did start coaching the, the uni girls but um, I then did it again How was it not being able to play rugby because for you and your sister it had basically been your love and you had like poured so much of your childhood into being rugby players you know that was I'm, I'm assuming that was your dream was to play mm-hmm. for England and then you've gone off to university you're away from your family for potentially the first time away from your sister who's your biggest supporter and you can't do what you love. Like, how did that actually make you feel? It's really, like, some, like, I don't really, talk, I've never really talked about my injuries and, and that, but it was, it was, yeah, it was awful, it was horrible. Um, it was a fact that, yeah, for 10 years of my life at that stage, so from seven to 17, that's all I'd, I'd played that. And it was what I was good at. Like, some people were good at certain things and rugby was what I was good at. And um, I knew that's what I wanted to play and I knew I mean there have been a few interviews I've seen an interview of me and probably when we were like nine and they say what do you want to do when you're older and we're like play for England that was on the news wasn't it yeah it looked dead sweet but <laughs> it was one with the round face one with the long face <laughs> honestly I had a bowl cut as well that was the worst thing about it but we've all been there I know um, and then to get to 17 and then not play was hard enough but then to have to watch someone else play was probably even harder because that she came back from Nepal and she didn't even have to try and got into the under 20s. So. so would you say the knee injuries were your Everest? Is that... Oh, <laughs> God. What a metaphor. <laughs> when it a comes metaphor. to... When it ca- regardless of someone being your identical twin, your twin sister, a sister relationship, they are your biggest supporters, Nolly has said, but they're also your biggest competition in lots of ways. And watching Poppy achieve things in rugby and, and go to play rugby, how much did that drive you to get back from the injuries and to get out back out there? It, you know... In the best, with the best will in the world, you can still be jealous of your sister doing things. I've got a younger sister and, and I compete with her constantly. So how much did that drive you? Yeah, I, I was, it was the questions when people would go to me, oh, could that have been you? Or why don't you do that? And, and I'm like, oh my God. I'm it's like, brutal. I'm yeah. like, ow, that hurt. But I'm trying, I'm trying over here. And then people go, I had someone comment to me the other day. Oh, so like, when I first met you playing five years ago, why were you, did you not want to play for England then? And I'm like, well, I've kind of always wanted to, <laughs> but it's just not that straightforward. You don't just put your hand up and say, yeah. give me the, give me the, the shirt. And so, yeah, it was, it, 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 it got to a point where when I came back, I think it was a comment she made to me once. It was like, oh, you, 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 today you played as well as I've seen you play before your injuries. And I was like, oh, that means a lot. Um, but yeah, the, the, for knee operations I had two ACLs I had my left leg open to get the hamstring graft put into my right leg 
So I do have an ACO in there. It is in there. <laughs> and I'm and swimming it's, around somewhere. It's, past yeah, it's, I've touched your Achilles tendon now. Well, I, this is what I think. When I broke my leg, it was either going to be ACO or broken leg. And it went broken leg. So God, God looked me that day. When <laughs> you broke the leg, did you, having gone through such a difficult injury process, how much do you have a kind of fear factor when something like that happens? How much do you fear being sidelined? And is it mentally how difficult is it to deal with with a layoff like this it's horrendous i think the most horrendous thing about it is your your confidence and your like mentally you're like i'm like oh i want to go on a run but my body can't yeah and then at the same time I'm really like, yeah <laughs> body's never been able to <laughs> but and then at the same time just even thinking about playing sometimes you're like what happens if someone chops my ankle and i'm like oh god I don't want someone to touch my ankle. So. Yeah, and it's, that was like when, it, when I came back to play, and after my five years, I didn't. I really didn't want to play. Um, I've gone down to Exeter just to do my PGC and my teacher training and my masters. And um, Joe Yap got in contact and said, "Oh, here you're in Exeter. Do you want to come play?" And I was like, mm, "Not really." So I went down, and then I just started playing. And I was like, "Oh no, maybe I can actually move around on this knee." And then she goes, "Oh, got me into a tackling injury," and was like, "Oh." we're doing tackling and I was like no and I literally had a year five tantrum on the side of the pitch <laughs> saying no to Joe Yap I've been there and done that have you what said yeah. no to Joe Yap I had a tantrum not, not Joe Yap but 2010 or World seen Cup. one of my tantrums <laughs> <laughs> I can be pretty spicy too as a little one um no yeah, 2010 World Cup I um came back from an ACL injury and my first warm-up game my first game back was Wales and I then went straight into the World Cup and I panicked and and I think what uh, probably why we need to why we're talking about this I think it's really good to hear your story is that actually everybody goes through that mental challenge when you come back from an injury no matter how big no matter how small but and no matter who you are as well. yeah and but you've done it and you've you know and that's a huge credit to who you are as a person as a player and who you've got around you and I'm sure Yappy you know being who she was in terms of her achievements, was a pretty inspiring lady to have at the uni with you. Um, so I actually spoke to you after the World Cup final in 2017, didn't we? You did. And what did we talk about? I'm pretty sure you just said lose the chub. <laughs> <laughs> I'd had a few drinks. Um, I No, I hadn't actually because I was um, sidelined in that yeah. game. Um, but... I'm actually going to claim all your success because I spoke to you about playing for England and then you've done it. I know. I think that's quite impressive. I don't know if it was you, Joe Yap or you that inspired me. <laughs> Nolly likes to take credit for anyone's successes. So. <laughs> I normally link it to someone I've coached at Heartbeat, but I can't do that with you. So yeah, I've, I've linked Millie yeah. in there, but not yeah. you. Um, to be fair though, she said to me the other day, like, let's see who's you, this? You, oh, me? Yeah, oh, okay. You, mate. Let's, um, I hope you're going to be doing a chin-up soon and I can do a chin-up. Oh, ah, stop it. Do it off the balcony, mate. <laughs> all right, wait there, wait there. You're not going to have this. You're not going to have Audio only, no all video. You, all you hear is doof. Front <laughs> <laughs> nine um, floors up here. So house. We've spoken about England, spoken about your sister. You are sat next to me in Sari's kit, full stash. <laughs> um, I'm not being funny. Goggle eyes over ears, had her eyes on it ever since we walked in. Um, if you weren't wearing well, it, you know she would have stolen I've got a off the radiator. Hoodie. I've got a Leinster hoodie. Ooh. And obviously Ooh. this weekend it's Leinster Saracens. Ooh. So I'm not saying that's where my allegiance is, but when it comes to free stash, All right, that's where my allegiance goes. Um, How so much do you see? So I'm quite in... Nolly thinks that this is like boring chat, but it's something that I'm a rugby fan, not a former rugby player, and it does interest me. How much Lord. do you actually have 
crossover with the boys how much do you go into training with them how much do they support you is there much of a relationship between the two teams within the club um with with what's going to be happening with the sari setup going forward we're going to be now based up there um so we're gonna have a lot of contact with them like this year um there's been more more and more contact as we've gone on so i mean the other what day departments what kind of areas are we so there's a crossover the media guy for for the women and, and the men work and um, we've got one of the snc's um who works with the men and physio on our when on one of our clinic sessions we have the men's physio um so there's been more crossover than i've ever seen before and then now we're going to be starting to be based up there so there's going to be a lot of contact like I told Alex that I want to be scrummaging against Mako soon so hopefully he'll Alex back yourself Alex Osterbury will hopefully let me scrummage against Mako I was with him this fan- weekend fancy yourself against the earlobes have you ever noticed oh that? I love an earlobe as well <laughs> <laughs> have you ever noticed Mako's earlobes he's got huge earlobes um, also he's very young when so when yeah, I, he's actually he's actually he looks like an old man when he first he? came through at um, Bedford we used to think he was um, Billy's uncle but actually, like he's he's really like he's younger than me. Oh wow. no, he's not. You're 92, aren't you? Yeah. So when's he? he I think he's <laughs> no. I think he's 1990. Oh, I thought you meant 92 no, I, years old. I thought no. you're looking at me, mate. I'm going. I'm going 92. No, I think he's 1990. Okay. So I want to know yeah. your predictions. Predictions for the Champions Cup final on the weekend. Ah, uh, for this weekend. I f- do think. It will be a very good game. Oh, like get off that fence. Like no, no, no. Like one of the best finals it's been in a while. Okay, Leinster why? played in the greatest final ever. So. There was a good final the other day. I went and watched that. Sarah's okay. Quins, but I do think this one will be a, a little I'd, bit closer than that one. I'd know, I'd Twenty-seven nil at half time. Well, hopefully both teams will turn <laughs> well, up. Well, no, the, the, first the half. greatest European final was a runaway first half, and that's why it's the greatest oh, final. This is how it? boring she is. Do you know which one she's talking about? Oh, absolutely no idea. Yeah, exactly. But however. No Hey, 2011, Leinster Northampton in Cardiff, their second European Cup trophy, and oh, what a final! Johnny Sexton single-handedly wins the second half for Leinster. She's just slipped off oh, her chair. I've definitely fallen asleep. Yeah, really. Like, great night out. This is the type of rubbish I have to talk about, Bryony. I'm far more interested in your opinion. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be. I think it will be one of the best, like a quality game. I think. And do you like watching teams. rugby? Do I like? Yeah, I love watching rugby. Do you? yeah, and but I don't. Would you watch rugby over a film? If they, if they did yeah. weekly rugby at the cinema, would you pay? Yeah. Who? What rugby player do you like watching the most in in world rugby? It doesn't have to be a sound. Oh, what rugby player do I like watching the most? I don't. I, there's not a player. Um, there's not a player that I like watching the most. Like Fokker the singer going down the wing at the weekend was a yeah. was a sight. But I think BT Sport might be one of my most valuable possessions in life oh really <laughs> all the swiss ball that doesn't look that used over <laughs> in the corner there all the swiss ball yeah but <laughs> like I've di- I'm, when we we're talking about the men earlier one thing i didn't say is some of them are are, are super nice and, to- and so sweet at the moment, with, with, at regards, the moment? with regards to us <laughs> and like seeing us around and saying hi and um when we went and watched some of the training the other day like jamie george has come off the pitch Sounded like me actually. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> but he came over and introduced himself like mid training to us all and said, "Hi, I'm Jamie." And I was like, "Well, I know who you are." <laughs> but it was just that's like, nice. Re- and like one of the only boys to do it. And then we were coming out to do our trophy parade at Alliance Park at the weekend, and Schultberger walked past and was like, "Oh, congrats, ladies!" Like even though he was about to walk out to his game, he knew who we were and what we were doing, and was like, "Oh, well done on your win." That's really special. And that's and that's one thing. Um, together Saracens. Hashtag together Saracens. <laughs> 
Do you, you have like an equivalent that, wolf though. pack? Because they obviously call themselves the wolf pack. Do you have an equivalent for the women's? No. That's what you need. I know. It's all about branding. Yeah. That's maybe what we do. And speaking of personal branding, we haven't had your try hard of the week and must try harder. So who is your try hard of the week? Oh, brand ask. Well, I thought it was just fitting. And to be fair to the the man, he's tried hard all his career, really. And this week, obviously, it's quite a special week where he's retired. And I was thinking about it. I I didn't really like him much until today. (laughs) (laughs) honest you don't know what you've got till it's gone and it's not because he retired but I looked back at his career and thought Jesus man's had a career all the teams he's played for um, it's because no one's like everyone forgets that like is that what it is because no but forgets after what 2011 World Cup he went and played in like Japan and then went yeah. and played in Super Rugby. Yeah, I think really? I didn't Highlanders. know that. Yeah, yeah, he played at the Highlanders. Wow. How, he's got 77 England caps, yeah. I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, Which blew my mind when I read that earlier. This is what I'm saying. So I'd re- and I don't, I think it might be because he's got more followers on Instagram than me, so I really <laughs> didn't like him. But it's not too hard. I think <laughs> yeah. students have got more followers than you. Yeah, it's true. No, but until today, and I looked at, like, was kind of just watching some videos on him and looking at it, and I thought, fair play to the fella what a career he's had and he's retired and he's going on to do bigger and better things and he's uh, and he's uh, and he off the pitch he's got some value to him he's not just what do you make of his comments though that the the reason he realizes it's time is because he's not going to get picked for england again yeah but that devalue i mean he's had he's had a fair amount of clubs so it's not like he doesn't care about the club game and i think when wasps were really in the doldrums financially he by all accounts wasn't getting paid and stuff like this but because he had grown up at wasps he was passionate about keeping them afloat but it seems weird for him to say well seeing as england's out of the picture i'm not gonna continue playing had, he, i think he's had a tough year though isn't he with all his injuries so yeah. i think he knows that we all know all the best people when you know. get past 30 it's probably time to <laughs> hang at your boots i made it to 34 mate i'm <laughs> hanging on with my lack of fingernails <laughs> no because you bite him not for any other reason <laughs> but um if, uh, I think he always says in quite a lot of his interviews that was his main passion, wasn't it? Playing for England and yeah. he, he took so much um, value and, and honour in playing. So I think I think he would want, would want to go to a World Cup. And I think if he can't do that, I, don't, I think that's why he's gone, chosen to hang his boots up now. Do you think, I know that Will Carling had had some involvement. I guess this is more for you to answer. But uh, Will Carling had had some involvement in terms of like backroom stuff with um, being somebody to like g the boys up now if you're a current england player i certainly don't remember watching will carling playing and i'm in my early 30s and most of those boys are younger do you think james haskell has a role with this england squad now in terms of being a bit of a hype man would you take if you're eddie jones is he the kind of person you take with you um no because i don't think he's playing the rugby that and the um he you know he he does add a lot of value and I agree in terms of what he's actually done and he put on his Instagram post he actually put about how people that don't know me and they just see me through social media or you know whatever means away from his friends and family will see a different version of him and actually he really does deep down care so much about rugby um but in terms of what he adds to a team I think every like most of the players have said about the crack that he brings to the changing room and that type of thing but I think it's it's more of the social side and the the real banter and the, the what you need in rugby it's really yeah. really important but is that what you need going into a world cup I, I don't think so I don't okay. think that that's the same leadership as someone like Will Carlin who has been there done it led and that 
a very different type of personality in a rugby team, you know. Um, when you've got it all, obviously that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nolly for hype woman. Um, so who's your who is your must try harder this week? My must try harder this week. Oh, I've had so many for this one, <laughs> so many. Um, and I kind of wanted to do a, a person, a couple of people in a team. So okay. all right, I went all out, and you can. Go big or go home, innit? Yeah, I think big, so. Or edit it out. Yeah, or, or pick and choose which ones you want. But um, after the... Um, we went out after the Tyrrell's Premier 15s victory. Um, and we're out in revs. And <laughs> lo and behold, Fergie, Luke and Steve from the other 20s all turn up. And we're like, what are you doing here? And they're like, oh, we've come to party. And we're like, brilliant. Come out. Or, or go on to the next club. Who follows us? Steve. No. Luke. Fergie, next club. (laughs) 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 And Fergie, and we're like absolute fanboys. Absolute fanboys wanted to go where the winners go. I said, just go win the prem yourself, and then you can go out. But (laughs) you've got to get used to this. Must try harder. Them free. They should just ask if they want to come out of us. But they followed us everywhere. That groupie life. Hashtag groupie life. I I couldn't do this one without having a poppy one, and it's simply because she's now won two Tyrrell's Premier Fifteens. I've seen it on social media. Honestly, <laughs> she's been really quiet about it. Um, but she's not having a single medal because every time she goes out after the victory, oh no, she loses it. And I think this time she swapped it for a kebab. And oh I, d- I don't oh, even, please. I don't even kid. There was a picture of a man, a Nottingham kebab man, with her medal <laughs> around it. Stop it! it. Nah, I'm not even joking. I said, "Probably, where's your medal?" And she goes. I don't remember, but I woke up with this picture on my phone and I'm like, no. And she's like, and the worst thing is I didn't have my one from last year because I went out of it. And again, she didn't, she lost it. So she's yet to actually receive a winner's that medal. That is horrendous. We need to start a petition wow. or something. I know. I have this man in Nottingham. Was, it, was the kebab worth it? Not, Did she not in Northampton. Was, um, was the kebab worth it? Uh, probably. Yeah, look at you. Definitely. It was food. Um, so Meat mix? Lamb? Chicken sheesh? What are we talking? Oh, I reckon she had donna meat. Oh, oh, that is filthy. That is. F- you don't. I reckon she got it. an extra large donna with pitta and lettuce. I, re- so sauce, I, reckon chicken she, sauce. I reckon she'd do that sober. Bryony, best of luck with all of your rehab. Thank you. Um, we'll see you back soon. No we, doubt. We will see you back soon. But um, thank you for telling us a little bit about yourself. And you will officially make it when you make someone make you a Wikipedia page. Because you've just got it. one and you ain't. Yeah, but. Ladies, who do you think made her one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get real. Yes. Let's get real. <laughs> that is that is the note to finish on. Mike Thank drop. you so much.